Hi, and welcome to Feisty Mermaids. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a place where we explore topics to help you unleash the power of the mermaid within. We talk about self-love, relationships, and the roadblocks, which often stop us from being limitless. In today's topic, we're going to talk about expectations. Expectations have been called the greatest thief of happiness. From expecting to get flowers on your birthday to the expectations we place on our loved ones, without a doubt, disappointment will follow when our uncommunicated desires go unfulfilled. So join me as we talk about expectations and the unrealistic burdens we often place on ourselves and on others here on Feisty Mermaids. I recently read the Charles Dickens novel, Great Expectations, to my daughter. It was a child-friendly version of the original. And every time I read it, I always it always leaves me thinking. There are so many things we expect in life, and ultimately, they become our greatest disappointments. I want to talk to you about two types of expectations today. Those people place on us and those we place on others. So let's first talk about expectations that others place on us. I've lived my life trying to meet the expectations of others. Sometimes I hit the mark and more often than not, especially in my personal life, it's usually a mixed bag of my partners disappointing me and me disappointing them. I often feel it very deeply though, when I don't meet someone's expectations and then I become very self-critical of myself. As a child to a Filipino father, even with a successful career, a master's degree, honors and multiple awards, I often feel that I don't meet his expectations. I'm sure that I do and I'm sure he's extremely proud of me, but it is an unstated expectation in my culture that you will become a doctor, a lawyer, and that you're going to be very rich. And I'm not any of those things. I think it's reasonable for parents to want their children to do well. And I would say most parents want their kids to be independent and successful adults. So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's an attorney. She specializes in probate, wills, and that kind of family estate kind of work. In the conversation, I mentioned that I probably should draft up a will. And I was asking her how people typically allocate funds when they do a will. We started on the topic of higher education. And she said it's definitely wise to specify how money can be used for education. To which I responded, well, of course she's going to go to college. I mean, there's no question about that. And she said to me, what if your daughter wants to go to trade school instead? What if she wants to be a plumber or a beautician? I paused, not wanting to be rude. 
But in my head, I thought there's not a chance in hell that my kid's not going to go to college, even if I'm dead. My friend looked at me as if she was able to read my thoughts. And she said, you want her to be happy, don't you? To which I I replied, of course. And then she responded, then set aside any expectations of who you think she should become. Now, how's that for a really humbling conversation? So weeks went by and I thought about her comments. Of course, I want my daughter to be happy, but I've been wired and brainwashed since I was a young kid to get a higher education and to always reach for more. Even now, my dad constantly asks me when I'm going to start a PhD program. But my friend was right. I need to let go of the expectations that my child should attend college. It is her life. And when the time comes for her to make that decision, she will get to choose her path. And I'll be there to support her. Even if it's a career that I don't understand or don't want her to follow. I reflected on my dad's expectations and I thought about his path. He's one of 10 children. All of them have higher education. A few of them are doctors and I believe all of them have master's degrees, but none of them get to pick their career. Their father, so my grandfather, made the choices for them. My dad was selected to go into business and he was told to study accounting. It was only a few years ago that my dad shared with me that he actually wanted to be a doctor. He wanted to be a surgeon and I know that he would have been a great surgeon. But I wondered if my grandfather's expectations robbed my dad of his happiness and possibly his life purpose. Researchers suggest that expectations can rob you of happiness. An Australian firm, Human Psychology, suggests that expectations become a self-fulfilling prophecy and that our expectations shape our realities. Thus, we end up viewing life with a filter for how things ought to be instead of how things really are. Other experts suggest that the choices humans make are based on the expectations they hold for how their decisions will affect them and the world around them in the future. They add that expectations affect how people feel, including anxieties, attitudes, and even depression. And I think that's really powerful. Think about how you felt when someone didn't meet your expectations. One of the expectations I've always had is for a partner to attend weddings and family events with me. And when they've refused to attend, I felt really hurt and rejected. And I wonder if removing that expectation and having a sense of grounding in the first place would change those feelings and eliminate 
so many senseless arguments that I've had with partners. Think about it. How many fights have you had in a romantic relationship because of expectations? I honestly think would be here for a while if I shared a lot of those stories with you. So we're just not even going to go into that. But in my world, I have expectations for how I want to be loved. And I think we all do. But what often happens when your expectations are not met is that you start trying to change and mold the person that you're with into becoming the person you want them to be. If you go back to my first podcast, I talked about being authentic. And when you're in a relationship that's filled with expectations and each person is trying to shape the other into quote unquote, an ideal partner, you can be certain that conflict will arise and the expectations will give way to disappointment, leading to feelings of hurt, followed by the use of defense mechanisms like anger, withdrawal, rejection. I can't tell you how many relationships I've ended because I perceive that my expectations were not met. I often felt disappointed and my defense was to run, to run quickly and as far as possible. I've also pushed partners away because of my expectations. I've had unrealistic expectations because of what I see in romantic movies and in perfectly curated love stories that I see on social media. So for a long time, I was actually very anxious because being a single mom and having holiday and family portraits look different than those that I saw from my friends on social media, I felt an expectation to try to create the perfect family. So how do you stop the cycle of unrealistic expectations? I'll put these things on my blog on feistymermaids.com. But here are five things that I've learned through my readings and just life experience that can help you stop that cycle. Number one is the antidote to expectations is to practice gratitude. I often talk about gratitude and it's one of the main topics that I focus on while doing my meditations. Instead of expecting, I'm trying to focus now on being thankful. Number two. Learn to see things for what they are instead for what you think they should be. I think this is pretty self-explanatory, but so many of us want to see things the way, in a way that we fabricate it in our heads. Number three, ask yourself, what are your expectations of a situation or a person? By simply asking yourself this question, you're kind of putting yourself in check see what expectations you have. Are they realistic? Are they not? Number four, remind yourself that what you see on social media is not always real. Let's face it, when is the last time that you posted a picture of yourself depressed, sitting on a dirty couch with your hair a mess, stuffing your mouth with chocolate, with a caption that read, I'm feeling really hurt and angry today because the guy I was supposed to have a date with stood me up. Probably never. We all post our best moments. 
not the vulnerable and the courageous ones. And number five, be kind and gentle to yourself, especially when you feel the disappointment when something didn't meet your expectations. So what about you? How have you managed expectations? Let me know. You can connect with me on social media and all the major social media channels by using at Feisty Mermaids. And don't forget to visit my website, subscribe, so that you can read the latest blogs, uh, podcasts, and also follow some of the new clothes that I'm putting on there. So I'll leave you with this quote. Expectations feed frustration. They are an unhealthy attachment to people, things, and outcomes we wish we could control. But we can't. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you next time.